So thank you for all for being here today. My name is Trey Campbell. Again, I'm the Vice President of Communications and Government Relations for Southwestern Advantage. And uh, one of the things we're going to talk about today is the power of self-talk. And this is something that we value quite a bit with what we do at Southwestern Advantage. And over the years, it's kind of bled through the culture and the other companies that we have within our family of companies. Uh, it's a very important tool, not just in sales, but just um, in self-motivation in general. The culture of Southwestern Family Companies is made up of value-based principles. And those are the things that we hold true and that we hold dear to who we are as a group of companies and a group of individuals within those companies. We also have a mission of building people. This is something that you'll hear a lot about during your tenure with the family of companies. We build people. Um, there's a gentleman I'm going to speak about later named Spencer Hayes that um, he would always say that we're not just building companies, we're building people who build great companies. We have a desire for you to become the best version of yourself. And that's something that is also very important to us. We have 170 years of building character, helping people achieve their goals in life. And as part of Southwestern Advantage's mission statement, we want to help these young people that we're working with develop the skills and the character they need to achieve their goals in life. It goes beyond the young people we work with at Southwestern Advantage. It's everybody within the corporation. We want to help you grow. So self-talk. It can be your best friend or it can be your worst enemy. We're often our own best friend or our own worst enemy. And sometimes the things that we say between our ears are the things that live on and become part of who we are, part of our actions, part of the things we start to believe about ourselves. So self-talk, we're going to get into what that is, but it's important to know that it can be really good for you or it can be really bad for you. It goes both ways. So words are very powerful, and I think we'd all agree upon that. Their meaning crystallizes perceptions that shape our beliefs, drive our behavior, and ultimately create our world. That's how powerful words can be. Their power rises from our emotional responses when we read, speak, or hear them. And you can all think about you know, times in your life when you hear things and how you react to them. So take the word fire, for instance. So if you did the word fire three times, in different scenarios, it would have a little bit different meaning. You know, like fire at a barbecue, it just meant your burgers were probably getting burned, right? But if you were to do it in a workplace environment, fire, you know, people would hopefully calmly stand up, file out, and get out of the building for safety. But if you yelled fire in a crowded uh, cinema or theater or something like that, that can create mass chaos and panic, and people could get hurt, and it can create a dangerous situation. So words really have the power to dictate situations and outcomes, and they're really important to our actions and the things that are going to become part of who we are and what we're going to be doing. Words can act as either a gateway or a barrier. They will do two things. They will uplift or they will tear you down. One of those two things. So we get to make the choice, you know, not only what we want to tell ourselves, but also what we choose to believe about ourselves. And that leads into what is self-talk. So I mentioned Spencer Hayes earlier. He's the former executive chairman of the board for Southwestern Family of Companies. He was with us for 60 years. And he would say what we say to ourselves about ourselves and what we choose to believe about what others say about us, right? So when I said it could be uplifting or tear us down, and it's a scale, it's a spectrum of self-critical to self-uplifting. And we get to choose what we believe about ourselves and what we say to ourselves and where we fall on the spectrum. You know, for me, I work real hard to read things that are uplifting, that are motivational. So the students that we work with with Southwestern Advantage, we provide them motivational books and things to read to start their day with so that they can start their day with something uplifting. So let me ask you a question. Which one is worse? 
something horrible that's said to you, or those 1,000 times that we say it over and over in our heads. Which one would that be? Think back when you were in grade school and someone said something ugly to you on the playground. Was it worse to hear it right then? But when you went home and thought about it a hundred times, a thousand times, like that's the part that really hurts. And that's what we do to ourselves. We have a self-destructive tendency within ourselves to replay the negative things over and over. The reputation of negativity, it messes with our mind, our attitude, and actually our perception of reality. So I want to introduce someone that you all probably know, Mr. Mediocrity. And he's affectionately known as Mr. M. He's that guy, he's an impish little creature that'll sit on your shoulder and he's just got a chatterbox for a mouth. He just runs his mouth all day long saying things that you don't want to hear. But unfortunately, it's often the things we tend to believe about ourselves. So here's a couple of facts about Mr. Mediocrity. He's only right when we choose to believe he's right, even if it's ourself telling us these things. His entire existence is based on bringing us down through pessimistic, harmful, and discouraging things that he tells us. And the secret about Mr. M, which really isn't a secret, but we just don't think about it that often, is we are Mr. M. We're Mr. Mediocrity. We're the ones often holding ourselves back, telling ourselves that we can't do something, or we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not thin enough. Whatever the case may be, we're the ones that are telling ourselves that. We're also the ones who choose to believe it. The self-talk is something that is critical, not to just our company, but to you as a person. We would love to have a culture here where you're getting things that you're taking to positively to your relationships, your family, your home life, you know, the things that you do for fun. How, how is it you can be the best version of yourself, not just eight to five or whenever you're working here at Southwestern, but how can you be the best version of yourself all day long, all week long, all month long? Let's talk about how self-talk reflects image. How many times do you say those things to yourself on a daily basis? Like, oh, this is going to be too hard. I don't want to do that because of this. There's a saying that Spencer also gave to us. Some people find a way and some people find an excuse. So are you going to be the wayfinder? Are you going to be the person that uses the excuse all the time? And self-talk ties into that. It also reflects self-image. We can gain leverage through adjusting how we talk to ourselves. Small adjustments open up mental resources that destructive self-talk keeps under lock and key. So we have the power of three letters. It's I and A and M. And with that... Two of the most powerful words that you can say to yourself, I am, and then you fill in the blank afterwards. What you put after them shapes who you are and who you're going to be because you're telling yourself, I am going to be successful. I am going to be driven today. I am going to be professional. I am going to kill it with this talk I'm going to do today. Whatever it is that you want to put at. See how I said that, the tone in my voice? Like I believe those things that I'm telling myself because I know I'm going to make them happen day in and day out. Spencer, referring back to him again, he would say, the person you will one day be, you're now becoming. I strive in my personal and my professional life to get better day by day, to grow. And I'm going to do that a lot of times by failing. But I grow and I learn from that. How can I be the best version of myself, the most well-rounded? So our self-talk cycle, we've got self-talk. And then we have the self-image, which leads to actions, which leads to results. And your self-talk is going to determine how you feel about yourself which will determine the actions that you take in your life, which will determine the results that you want. It can also have the opposite effect, right? It could be your negative self-talk, have negative self-image, negative actions, and negative results. When I was speaking at a local high school, we were talking about the future and, and what jobs people wanted to have when they got out of college and things like that. And this young lady, she's like, well, I want to be a hairstylist. And I was like, awesome. Like, tell me about that. Like, why do you want to do that? So she told me her story and everything. And I was like, that's really cool. Have you ever thought about owning a salon? She's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, 
Well, if you become a hairstylist and you become real good at it and you want to own the salon, then you have other hairstylists who are working for you. So you're doing the craft that you love, plus you're running a business and you're bringing in more money. And she just never thought that far ahead. Like, wow, the possibilities that are out there. So the things that we tell ourselves and the things that we're learning about ourselves can really increase the output that we have. Friedrich Nietzsche, he says, sometimes people don't want to hear the truth because they don't want illusions destroyed. We use illusions that we give ourselves or the things that are provided to us by others to distort the truth of who we are and what we are capable of. And successful self-talk, it's rejecting any and all negatives and replacing them with those positives. Those are the things that are important to us. Those are the things that are going to get us to the places that we want to be. Mary Kay Ash, you know, she's founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics. She said the greatest pollution problem we face today is negativity. Eliminate the negative attitude and believe that you can do anything. So if you replace if I can, I hope and maybe with I can, I will, and I must, it's going to be something that comes out positive. It's difficult to repair the damage and the harmful impact from our self-sabotaging words. So if we literally shot ourselves in the foot, we wouldn't be able to walk, would we? We hinder our progress. We do the same thing when we self-sabotage ourselves. We're just walking around shooting ourselves in the foot. So we can't get to the places that we want to go. Successful people talk to themselves in the volume, the tone, and the language that they need to hear to produce the results that they desire. Something we, we teach here at Southwestern is the power of three positives. If something negative happens to you in life, Think of three positives that are outcomes because of that negative result. And it changes your outlook. It changes your attitude on what it is. So an example here is it starts to rain as you're going to go to the park, right? I think to myself, okay, well, rain's just a form of liquid sunshine, right? Plants and trees need it. We're good. I get to do more things that I need to do because I'm not going to be going to the park. Next time I go to the park, I can bring some friends. I was going to go by myself. So this works out. And I start to see things in a different way. And I've seen this used over and over, and I use it myself all the time. It's a really great mental tool to have to turn things around. So with visual affirmations, when you see something and you repeat it, you're building habits and you're building beliefs. You know, if you're trying to memorize something, a lot of people use the trick of they'll write it down and put it in front of them and read it over and over and over until it becomes second nature. But the positive affirmations, if you put notes on post-its and put it places that you're going to see it, like uh, your bathroom mirror, so you'll see it each day before you go to work while you're getting ready, something like that. Um, we're really big in the company about vision boarding, like having a visual representation of the goals that you have. Journaling is great. You can write things down, what your goals are, and also you can go back and review those things. Screensavers, like on your phone or on your computer. It's very important not to just say the things, but to write them and believe them. Don't waste your time doing these things if you're not going to follow up with it because it, that's not super helpful. So there's a lot of different tools, a lot of different tricks that can help you um, visualize your positive motivation and help create that positive self-talk. I want to get into perception for a minute, uh, because this is often people's reality. You know, if you believe something to be true, whether it's true or not, that's your belief that it's true, so that's what you're going to think. Everything begins with one's perception. So here's some questions we need to ask. If perception can be fooled, can self-perception also be fooled? How many times do we fool ourselves? Do we see ourselves accurately? I know um, a lot of the young people I work with, you know, I'll ask them about, you know, what do you see in the mirror? Like, who do you see? Describe yourself. And they describe themselves totally different from how me as an outsider would see them. So when being self-critical, we don't often see ourselves accurately. When we talk to ourselves and believe those negative things, we don't see accurately how we really are. 
we perceive the truth as we see it. And self-talk, it lets us perceive things as we want them to be, as we desire them to be. And that's the danger of self-talk because it can be used for good to help us, the things that we believe to reach our goals, but it can also be used negatively. I want to illustrate this point with a story. This is a fable. It's called The Pig with Negative Oint Talk. So Pork Chop the Pig had a big pig problem, though by all accounts he had a pretty good piggy life. He would roll around in mud, snuffle for food, and eat slop. Despite his life of pig luxuries, however, he was the most negative pig known farm and wide. Because of his constant pessimism, his confidence was spent. Pork Chop was at a low point in his life. He was verbally beating himself up day in and day out. When he looked in the mirror, he would see a failure. In fact, he would tell himself repeatedly what a ham he was. His self-confidence was lower than the bottom of a fence post. He would say things to himself such as, I'm just a big fat pig. I'm a sorry excuse for a swine. I might as well be bacon. When people say they're sweating like a pig, they mean me. I'm always hogging the sty. Every time I exercise, I pull my pork. Poor pork chop. So one day, pork chop was having a particularly tough day. He was discouraged and down in the mud as he contemplated how much he disliked his lot in life. His disposition was getting more dejected by the minute, and the things he was telling himself was harmful to his mental hog health. But then pork chop was interrupted from the negative piggy party inside his head when he heard some muffled grunts coming from around the corner of the barn. Distracted, he decided to investigate. When he turned the corner, he saw what looked like a large sausage rolling toward him. This was Frankfurter, the pig with no legs. And he struggled to make the turn, but with some effort and determination, he was able to turn and find himself at Porkchop's feet. Porkchop said, You must feel awful about not having legs, having to roll around the barnyard and lay on your back to keep your snout above the mud. I'd hate having no legs. I would surely die. Frank looked up at Porkchop, and this is what he had to say. He said, while you have your legs and get from place to place, I have something much more valuable. My attitude is greater than my situation. You tell yourself things that you want to hear to justify your low self-worth. I tell myself things I need to hear for my self-preservation. I know that other pigs snort at me behind my back and call me names like Groundhog. I may roll in waste, but I don't wallow in self-pity. I determine how I talk to myself, and in turn, my oink look determines my outlook. Hanging his head low, Porkchop knew that he needed to change his attitude, beginning with this personal oint talk. Self-talk is a powerful, powerful thing because our minds feed off of our perceptions and our reality. It's the most powerful form of communication because it will either empower you or defeat you. That's a quote by Wright Thurston. So these are some positive affirmations. Every no gets me closer to a yes. I'm getting more organized every day. I am valuable and I value myself. It's like me to hit my goals. I can, I will, I'm going to overcome any obstacle in my way. Every hour gets my best. Every person gets my best. I am becoming a great manager because I take time to listen to my team. If it's going to be, it's up to me. So let's talk about how to write some great affirmations. Usually you write in the first person, you start with I. And a lot of times I use those three powerful letters earlier. I am, I am becoming, I am going to be. Or you can say, I will, I will determine the day. I will do this. I will do that. I will make this happen. Use powerful words to convey pictures or emotions. I'm an unstoppable force. I'm calm and cool. I'm collected. I will always deliver. How many of you have started sentences with, before with, oh, if only, if only, or I wish I could have this. I can't believe this happened to me. I can't do that. 
I hate my fill in the blank. It won't work. This isn't going to work. I don't deserve this. I don't know how. I'm lazy. I have no choice. I'm too something. I'm not confident enough. If you're saying things like this, you know, when you're coming up with excuses and when you're rationalizing the lies that you're telling yourself, I can't do this. It's not me. We kind of get that woe is me. We're in self-pity mode. We're having a pity party for ourselves. Why we can't do something. Um, have you ever played kind of the game where um, you're driving somewhere and you see all these nice houses and you're like, oh, I wish I had that house? Um, or play the, well, if I won the lottery game, well, if I won the lottery, I would do this or I'd do that. The goal is to get to the point in your life where you don't need to win the lottery to do this or that, to be content, to be happy with where you're at and with where you're going. So these statements, they can contribute to move away from our true values and our true beliefs. We need to equip ourselves to move towards statements. A move towards statement is moving towards something positive in our lives. Once we let go of our negative reality, we create room for more new positive realities. So great affirmation includes the following elements. There's three. It's in the first person. starts with I because you're, it's your positive affirmation. It's not someone else's. It's in the present tense. I am. I will. I'm becoming. And you use powerful words that convey pictures or emotions. Like, I am going to vacuum the floor today. That's not a powerful emotion, right? No one wants to do that. That's almost so negative. But I'm going to clean this house today, and we're going to get this done and this done and this done, because I need to. Pump yourself up about the mundane tasks that you need to do to get them done. You have what it takes. Got to believe it, right? What a way to finish strong. I just want to say thank you so much for having me here to help us all become stronger in who we are so that we can do the best job possible. And uh, that's what life's all about, right? It's growing and it's learning. So thank you very much. I appreciate being here and being able to talk to you.